Like, this is life. This is life. And we can't sit here and go, oh, I got to do this, and it's all, I'm selfish. And fuck, there's a reason why you're selfish. There's a reason why Tiffany married you. Because she knew you weren't going to be home playing fucking PlayStation all damn day, right? Mm-hmm. She knew you were going to grind. Yeah, that's yeah. the reason she married you. Yeah. She knew you were a dog. Yeah. That's the reason she fell in love, right? Yeah. So there's sometimes, as a husband, we got to remind our wives, and our, my wife reminds me all the time because she she works all the time. Look, this is what I do. Yeah, and either I accept it or I don't. And welcome to the Darren Woodson Show. Uh, we had a little pivot last minute uh, today, so uh, you're going to see a little ad-libbing, little creative <laughs> thinking, but, but most importantly, you're going to see some transparency out of today's episode. We're going to talk about a topic that the three of us uh, are constantly trying to answer, uh, and we don't have the answers uh, or... <laughs> Our lives would look a little different, <laughs> but, uh, but, but this is a real, real conversation today that we're going to have uh, around the idea of balance. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a partner of ours that we're really excited about the future and the things that we've already done with them. Uh, a lot of us, especially now, right, one of, the, one of the greatest things, which I feel like in the conversations we have, we should be holding what then in our hand? What should we be holding? Water? Well, at least the two of us. Water, <laughs> a glass water, of wine, a glass of wine, a right? Glass of what, wine. What comes? What comes out of drinking a glass of wine more often than not? Pregnancy. Number two after wine. <laughs> <laughs> a good conversation. <laughs> a good conversation. Oh. That's that's one of the things that I love about wine is I don't know if I've ever sat around with friends or my wife. And had a glass of wine and a good conversation didn't come out of it. Yeah. Whether it was a positive conversation, I don't know. Typically, you know. But but something that's surrounded is is conversation. And that's and that's why I love drinking wine. But the problem is, is I'm stuck to the the a few bottles of wine that yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the the times that I've enjoyed it the most is when I learned when my wife and I went to Napa or we went to Central Coast California mm-hmm. and did some wine tasting and learned about what we like because right. we don't even know how to do that. But up until our partnership with In Good Taste, yeah. there was no resources for us to to really learn. So Darren, talk about the event that we did, why it was so fun, and the things to look forward to with them. We did a draft day event and. Both you and I, Tyler, talked about our draft day experiences, which were so different from one Mm -hmm. another's. But we had partnered with In Good Taste, and through that process, we also took the time to learn about wines. And uh, what do they call it? Joe was the CEO. Yeah. Joe was the CEO who basically emceed the event. He took his time to to educate not only us, but those that were tuning in Mm -hmm. on about wine Mm -hmm. and, and and what in good taste does the virtual wine tasting events that they put on to do for businesses or families or whatnot. But he really educated us on like the environment. I didn't know the environment played that, that big of a factor in everything. How wine could tastes. be the same piece of dirt, two yes. different years. It's completely different wine. Yeah. So I even went to this, this past weekend I'll, and I'll fast forward to this past weekend. My wife and I were at home. It was a Saturday night. And instead of running to the store, 
we had some leftover the wine. box. A box. We yeah. had four boxes. <laughs> you had about six. <laughs> you took six. But we had some leftover boxes from from the event at Good Within Good Taste. Took them home, and we opened them up this week, and had. Three or four. We tried the whites first, mm. and then we moved on to a couple of the reds, man. But it was just, you know, there were some that I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But then there was a couple of really good reds that I thought, well, I'm gonna, we're going to buy them. Yeah. And that's the process of dealing with in good taste. Once you start to taste them, now they're, they're smaller bottles. Mm-hmm. But then in the end, you can order the bigger bottles yeah. uh, from Nap or wherever they, they may mm-hmm. be. But that's the, the luxury of having this relationship because, again, you get the education, but it's affordable, yeah. uh, great partnership, and, and it's the access to, to and having What I wine. love is it takes the guesswork out of wine. Yep. You don't go spend $60 on a nice bottle of wine for a dinner party, right. know nothing about it, just hope that they like it. Right. What we learned, right, is that everybody tastes wine differently. Yeah. So you could describe it. But it's very personal and how you actually taste it and receive it. And, you know, whether it's, you know, you like the tannins or you like, you know, a bold red or you, you. I, you. Know saying? Yeah, I was recycling yeah, those. Yeah. But the but the point is, is, is you order a box and it has eight bottles of wine. They're about a glass each. So you're not committed to an entire bottle of wine. Right. You get to taste it. You learn about it. They have tons of resources online that sommeliers will go in and coach you through why you like it, why it tastes this way, what the environment did to it. And it's just an educational thing while drinking really good wine and learning what you like. Yep. It is a phenomenal company, phenomenal phenomenal concept that they have. And so if you've got family in Chicago, send them a box, do That's a right. virtual tasting, get a sommelier to come on. They have all the resources and you can actually go through a tasting, tell you what to pair it with, yep. why it is what it is. And they just have a great time. Connect with friends. If you're not, a, not able to travel, be together. It's a great, if great you're listening concept. to this show right now, we're going to leave it here. Mm-hmm. Go to ingoodtaste.com. Ingoodtaste.com. It'll give you all the information that you need. Order a, a, a box. Get your friends and family involved. Get your business involved for, yeah. you know, for happy hours, virtual happy hours. Just go to ingoodtaste.com and have a good time. Now that that marathon's over, what are we talking about today, Ty? So I mentioned before... Um, some, we always get excited about the wine stuff. I know. <laughs> I know, How many yeah, listeners are bring some? So what, uh, what I mentioned before was the idea of balance. And I'll, and I'll open this up to with uh, uh, someone that I respect a ton shared with me about the idea of balance. Because when I transitioned from the NFL – let me back up. In the NFL, there was no balance, right? right? You're all in on football, and then when you're home, you're home, and it's just accepted. So right. your spouses accept it, your kids accept it because, hey, daddy gets to play on TV on Sundays. This is what daddy does, right? right. When he's here, he's here. But it was, it was nice because for the most part, when you're home, you're home, mm-hmm. right? You don't have a ton of homework or work right. that you've got to take home. It's like, look, I get it all done at the facility. If I got to spend a little extra time on there, and then I come home, Football I'm is home. as close to corporate America as you could possibly be. I mean, you seriously, you show up at 7, 6.30 yeah. in the morning and you're back home at 4 or 5. Yeah, I like basketball and baseball where you're on the road all the time. Football, you're, you're yeah. pretty yeah. cookie cutter. I'm, I'm at the office yeah. typically Monday through Friday. Right. Saturday's a little bit and then I'm, and then, okay, game time on Sunday. But the balance was just, 
accepted. And so when I transitioned out of it, I really struggled because I expected the rules to be the same. I'm going to be the first one in the office. I'm going to be the last one at home. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is when you are starting a new career and especially even in in real estate, it's, it's entrepreneurial. You're really your own business owner, right? Cause you're your own brand. And the thing that I struggled with was I couldn't come home and check out is I'd come home and I'd have more work to do. Right. And I'd work and I'd, and I'd be thinking about work when I was with the kids. And then even if it was date night, I'm, I'm answering emails and I could just, I didn't have the ability to have that work life balance. So I asked, uh, his name was Matt Chandler. And for those of you who probably know Matt Chandler is he's a, he's a pastor here in Dallas. And, and we were just kind of talking about the idea of transitions. And, and I said, Hey, listen, how do you balance it? Like you're a pastor, right? Mm-hmm. You're called on a ton. You've got to prepare for sermons. You've got all these people pulling you all these. How do you, how do you manage balance? And he says, here's, here's the thing. Let's, let's break balance down to its simplest forms. Balance is a scale mm-hmm. to have balance. It has to be equal weight on each, each side so that the scale doesn't tip in one right. direction or the other. So it has to be the same on each side for it not to move. That's stagnant. That's not life. Life is always moving. There's always ebbs and flows. There's seasons that are busy. There's seasons that are, you have more time to rest. There's all these things. So for you to say, I'm trying to find balance, you'll never find it because it yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. So I think we need to reframe the idea, in my opinion, of, of balance with something that we talk about a lot is being present and being intentional. Right. The time that you do have. But then layering in discipline. And, yeah. and discipline as to, okay, look, these are my windows that I am focused 100% on work. These are my windows that I'm focused 100% on family. These are windows that are 100% focused on myself and my recovery and my well-being. And then whatever else you sprinkle in. But, but where I struggle is the discipline and, and stopping and creating boundaries yeah. for times that are, and we talk about it, that's why I'm working so hard is, is my wife and kids yeah. and, and myself. Yeah. I, and, and I'm not spending any time blocking out to devote to them. Right. So with this, but look, I, I don't want to defend you, Yeah, but I will say this. And on this show, we always talk about that selfish nature. Like yeah. if you really want it, you go. Yeah. Get you're it. a selfish yeah. bastard. Yeah, you're dude. the same. <laughs> so we talk about it and, and, you know, strive for what you want in, in life. But I would say this, and I think it's been natural for us specifically you and Tyler and Tyler and I is when you go for football, it was basically a seven in the morning to five o'clock and you're pretty structured on what you do. And there are a lot of people that are listening right now who probably do the same thing. They work nine to five and, and it's understanding a, a husband and wife yeah. work, you know, both of them working nine to five. So you sort of understand like I'm going to get off. The job is over with. Yeah. With what we are doing currently, there is no off. Because you take the job home with you. Because sometimes the phone rings and the client's calling you at 7 o'clock and you got to take that call. It's just a part of the job. So for the, I think what applies to a lot of the entrepreneurs or those that have an entrepreneur spirit, it's, there is no balance in life. Because what you do is all day long. It's, it does, it's nonstop. So it's hard to balance. It's hard to get uh, extreme balance because, what again, you're working, work goes home with you. Mm-hmm. So this is not an excuse, but it yeah. is a part of it. 
we're, we're, what we're trying to do is what I'm trying to, to get better at, I'll say specifically, is even through that process, I know I'm not going to ever balance. It's always going to be chaos, sort of chaos in my life, right? And I think it's just a part of it. This is the life I chose. But through those processes, how do you engage, mm-hmm. actually engage with your wife? Yeah. And that's what, or, or your kids. And as we've talked before in the, pre- in the past, be, just be present in those hours. Because you know things are always going to be chaotic, but how do you just stop things for a little bit and just be present with your kids or your wife? How do you do it? It's been a struggle. I can't, look, man, I'm the, of all three of us, I would probably be the worst. And, and you know, I don't know my kids man. would tell you. I, I don't know. I don't know. So and here's, and it, you're literally, I'm hearing you talk. And I'm just like thinking back to like evenings. Um, and this is, this is how much I struggle with it. And it's embarrassing to say, but I mean, I'll get home at 6.30, 7 mm-hmm. o'clock. My kids go to bed between 7 and 7.30 mm-hmm. every night. We're really diligent about that. And this is how bad it is for me. My kids that I really only see on the weekends, really, mm. like honestly. And it's so bad that my mind is still focused on what I want to do and what I need, I need to finish, or I've still got this that I've still got to finish before, you know, I go to bed and like the simplest things like my kids want, like they, we do this thing called bull, like daddy, let's do bull. Mm. And they just literally it's like a rodeo, right? They get on and I try to buck them off right. and they think it's the greatest thing on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Like the greatest thing in the planet. It takes all of maybe 10 minutes to get through all four kids and they get two rounds each. You know, you got your, <laughs> your prelims and then you got your finals, right? <laughs> and you got to win, you got to win the prelims <laughs> to get to the finals, right? Hey, and there's yeah, no, makes sense. there's no like mercy. <laughs> yeah. You didn't make it eight seconds. You're out. Like, right. you, and it literally and it maybe takes 10 minutes and yeah. like the joy and all that that comes from it. And I can't tell you how many times, like, Daddy, can we just do bull? Can we do bull? It's like, no, get in bed. Because Daddy's got to get back to work. Right. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, what an asshole, honestly. And that's what, in, 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 the last, in the last few weeks, I started reading a book, and I told you, Ben, about it. Um, I just felt like my life was getting away from me. And I was chasing something that was at the expense of really something that I really loved. I really love my wife, my mm-hmm. kids, my family, my hobbies, my friends were all taking a back seat to work. And, and I just, I think about these moments that I'm missing with my kids and it, and it like kills me to even think about it is that how do I do that? Like I cannot get these moments of the twins being four years old. Yeah. I'll never get these back. The memories that they have as stupid as it is, doing bowl with dad and I'm so self-centered that I can't even spend 10 minutes. The only 10 minutes that I have with them mm-hmm. doing something that, that brings a smile to their face that they're going to remember. And, and that's, that was a realization really, it was about a month ago that I, I was talking to Tiffany about this, like how bad is that? Uh-huh. Like, and, and the idea of balance and like, I'm physically there. Like, I'm there to yeah. do those things, but mentally, I can't get myself to be present in that moment just to spend a few minutes, like, pouring into my kids. Yeah. So I struggle with it. So, so to, 
to your point though, that's part of the business. It's part of the phase. It's part of the, the cycle or whatever that we're in. Mm-hmm. You got to go through this the ups and downs or whatever. Okay, so let's but, go back. Let's go back. On. But I'm saying, but I want to say I, that's bullshit. I've yeah, got to be, you gotta I've be got better, to be right? intentional. I think we all have to be better, but I want you to think about, let's go back to our, our, our fathers or our family. My mom worked two jobs, man. And I know my mother poured into me. Like I'm the reason why I'm sitting here is because of my mother. But my mother left every day at about 6 a.m. and didn't get home until close to 11 after the second job. Yeah. So you talk about, you know, pouring into us on the weekends. Like there was a reason why she was doing what she was doing. And it sucked. I, you know, of course, yeah. as, a, as her child, I always wanted more of her. Yeah. And I did. But I also had to understand, like, you know, this is what she was doing at yeah. the time, right? And I know it's it's hard for us as as men that love our kids and love our families and you know you're not going to get that time back, man. It's hard, but it also was like part of it is like some of this is that you got to go through. You got to go through. I mean, there is and I'm not this is not an excuse, but I'm just saying there's part of it where this is this is the life we chose. Yeah. This is a life we chose, yeah. and our, our families have to understand the life we chose. But at the same time, when we have those moments where we can spend time, then be present. Mm-hmm. When you have those moments yeah. where you maybe, you, hey, I'm tired as hell, mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, I got to play bowl. Yeah. I, I, just, I just got to. And that's mm-hmm. the part of it. Where is, where is that stopgap to say yeah. to yourself, I got to do this? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I go through the same thing you do. I get frustrated. I'm in a bad mood at the end of the day. I don't want to play, and I don't want to do this and that. Mm-hmm. But we got to force ourselves That's right. to continue. Well, and what are some things that we can do like that can help ourselves get to that point? Ben? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I like sitting show. back and listening sometimes. Just you two, you know, get the big smile on your face and talking and – Hey, we're talking fun. real no, stuff. It's, right fun. it's fun to listen. I guess my question for you, Tyler, is where do you think that comes from? Where do you think the, the constant desire to do more on the business side, where do you think that comes from for you? Um, I think it comes from ego. I think that's, I think that's the source of it. The ego um, for what? Like what's, what's the goal? So I, I actually had this conversation this last week with my coach. And I think a lot of it is this comparative culture, right? I'm comparing myself to other people, what they have, what I think that they have at least Mm -hmm. from an optics perspective. Um, I think it's like the self-gratification. Like what I realized in the last month, and again, there's been a really like a very intentional shift in my mind. And I want to talk through kind of some of the things that I've done that have really, really helped me, but is what I've realized is that, yeah, like I'm chasing financial freedom. Like I'm chasing building a legacy. I'm chasing those things. But like, is that what really kind of drives me on a day in and day out basis? It's not necessarily the money. Cause look, I, I made enough last year that if you asked me 24 months ago, how much like my goal that I can live on and be comfortable and love life and not stress about it. I made that last year. And it was like, okay, there's, there's no reason for me to like say, oh, no, I got to make more and more, more. Yeah, we always want to do better. We want to grow. We want to do those things. But 
to me, what's driving me day in and day out, and this is the selfish a-hole ego, that the voice that I continue to listen to, is that I want to be known as the hardest working guy. Mm. Because that's the story. When I tell the story about, about football and the journey that I did, and, and I worked here, and I, I played in crappy Salt Lake City and in Edmonton, Alberta, and all these, <laughs> all these terrible places, and it was hard. But guess what? I kept working because I was the hardest working guy in the room. And like, oh, yeah, you are. Now what feeds me? Tyler, I don't know how you do it with four kids and, and work a job and do this. Like that's feeding my ego. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I, even, and I even make it harder on myself. We work in teams at our day job. We always work in teams. And I do not do a good job of allowing my teammate to actually contribute a project. I want to do it. And then I want my ego to say, hey, at the end of the deal, I'm still going to give you half and half. I did all the work, but I'm going to give you half the commission. You know what? Can I say something to you? Yeah. I'll be real about it. No one gives a shit how hard you work. Bro. I know. <laughs> they do not give and a shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. But, uh, gosh, you're, the, you're, you're always in there. You're, you're late. Yeah. You're doing this. I see you doing yeah. emails at 11 o'clock. That's yeah. stroking my ego mm-hmm. so that I feel more important. And that's what I need to let go of because that is going to be the demise of my mind, of mm-hmm. my relationships, of my profession because it is not sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you trying to, do you think you're trying to replace the value you felt like you provided when you were a football player? You feel like you're trying to replace that value as a businessman? So when I, when uh, I finished, good question. and I guarantee you said the same thing to yourself, is when I finished, I said, I'm going to make more in business than I ever did mm-hmm. in football. Mm-hmm. And I put a number to it mm-hmm. because, <laughs> because, one, I was angry at football because football was over and I yep. wasn't ready for it to be over. So I said, well, screw football. I'm going to make more doing, more, more doing business mm-hmm. than I ever did in football. Okay. Like, what does that mean? Right. right? And so, so, yes, to answer your question, like, I am somewhat trying to replace that and then, like, create importance because, like, people always wanted to be around you or they wanted to talk to you or they wanted to give you an opportunity. I, whatever. Like, I don't really care about that, but, like, it's more internal than it is anything else. Like I really don't, I really don't care if I'm known as the best business guy or if yeah. I'm known as this. Right? I just want to be the hardest worker. Yeah. And there's there's a ton of ego with that. And and it because yeah. I'm a hard worker, it's a very inefficient way to do yeah. to do business. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm the same way as you. Like that. It feels good to be because I spent so much time being the backup, being yeah. the bench rider, being the the guy that quit. I spent so much time doing that. It's almost like I'm trying to make up for that lost time. So yeah. anytime I get a compliment, it's like there's another check mark. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, old old Ben. Yeah. Right? There's another check mark. Yeah. I, I'm the man now. Uh, so for me, it's it's. I mean, you're you're repeating exactly my thoughts. Yeah. It's purely ego of mm-hmm. I like to be known as the the man. Yeah. Right. And and for whatever reason, I haven't deemed my role as a father or husband as important as being known as the man. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Right, because if I did deem those two things as being just as important, I would spend more time as a father as a husband. Yeah, I would I would be able to shut it off. Yeah, but I've played it up into my head that hey, because you know it's the old saying, show me what somebody values, show me their schedule. Yeah, right. You look at my schedule. I don't value my wife and kids. Yeah, I value money wait, and I value wait, my wait, status. Wait, 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 w
the reality is I say I do, but what are my actions showing? Yeah. Because when I'm with my family and my wife and kids, what's my mind doing? Okay, but what's my the, mind's thinking about but what, what I need to I be mean, accomplishing. In the end, bottom line, I mean, this food's got to be on the table. For sure. Like, it does. We got to. Like, but look, you're uh, also dealing with human beings here. Yes. And we're human dealing. beings are emotional. Yeah. And, and the wife doesn't understand that sometimes. There's, yeah. there's moments where that yeah. reality is it's Absolutely. not Absolutely. And you got to figure present. out. But you got to, we got to figure out. It's not with you, but we got to figure out that time when we have with our wives. Look, I think I don't want to be too hard on ourselves on this. Like, this is life. This is life. And we can't sit here and go, oh, I got to do this. And it's all, I'm selfish. And fuck, there's a reason why you're selfish. There's a reason why Tiffany married you. Mm-hmm. Because she knew you weren't going to be home playing fucking PlayStation all damn day. Right? Mm-hmm. She knew you were going to grind. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason she married you. Yeah. She knew you were a dog. That's the reason she fell in love. Right? Yeah. So there's sometimes, as a husband, we got to remind our wives. And our, my wife reminds me all the time because she, she works all the time. Look. This is what I do. Yeah. And either I accept it or I don't. Yeah. But I've learned to accept it. And I've learned to accept who I am. Do I feel guilty when I don't do the little things with my, my kids? Absolutely. I mean, it hurts my heart. But the true reality is this is the life I chose. I'm not a dude. I, I've said, told you guys a million times, the worst part of me is idle time. You want to see an asshole? Give me some free time. And you're going to see someone who's going to get in trouble, uh, don't, not going to live the godly life. I'm not going to be the guy that my wife wants me to be if you give me a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. I ha- I'm built this way. I am. And I think there's a, a lot of us feel guilty about this. And I'm saying this, dude. I'm mm-hmm. just pouring out. No, 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 no. I love it. You know, I think we, we put all this pressure on ourselves to be perfect. We're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And nothing in life will ever be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have your ups and downs. If you were at home playing PlayStation all day, what would Tiffany say? Get your ass up and go get a yeah. job. 100%. Right? 100%. You got a job. You're working. Mm-hmm. You got goals. And your goals, here it is. How do we encompass all this? want to take a quick break from the episode and tell you guys about a brand new partnership. Uh, because you guys listen to the podcast uh, companies are now coming to us yes. and wanting to be a part of this. Yeah. And that's 100% because of you guys. So wanted to tell you about an exciting new partnership. Man, this is have. a great, great partnership. And it's a longtime friendship that I've had with Choctaw Casino and Resort located uh, in Durant, Oklahoma, just across the Red River here. Uh, easy drive, great people, great resort. The new renovations going on. Got a fantastic pool that's outside. So if you got kids, if you have kids, or if you just want to get away uh, alone with your wife, your girlfriend, uh, whatever, your partner, doesn't matter what it is, go over to uh, uh, Choctaw Casino Resort. Have a great time. Again, we always talk about relationships on this podcast. We have a great relationship with Walt, Walter Allen, who's over there. And, and the people over at Choctaw Casino have just been wonderful. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you don't have a wife and a girlfriend at the same time. Hey, a little bit of both, <laughs> but have a good time anyway. But yeah, like Darren said, go check them out. Choctaw Casino and Resort. Now back to the episode. Like Sal said, and I'll say it again to you guys. I, when, we, when we spoke to Sal Frisella, he says, you got to make your wife your queen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I'm damn near my wife's queen because she does probably better than I do, right? Yeah. So I'm like, whatever she do, whatever she's doing, I'm supporting. Mm. 
I'm supporting because she t- she takes the time to explain to me, hey, I have to go do this. Just call yourself a that. trophy husband, by yeah, the way. I am pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what she's doing. Right. And she also knows what I'm doing, yeah. what the ultimate goal is. So I think yeah. it's it's again, I, I want to be long here, but let's take the guilt off. Let's give our wives and our families an understanding of what we're trying to build. for. Yeah. And take the pride, yeah. the pride out of it. So, so what Ben and I, the phase I think that Ben and I are at, that we need to, we need to be able to move closer and to where Darren's at. In that, we just gave ourselves another list of things to do. Our ego just said, "Oh, you need to work harder at being mm-hmm. present. You need to do this. Like you need to, you need to schedule it. You need." To, and I struggle with that. So now that becomes a. Until we get to the point where we say, "Listen." it is what it is. Like I've got to give myself grace. I've got to ask for grace. And because now I'm thinking about what more I have to do. It's another, it's another list of things that I've got to do that I can accomplish. So I feel better and check my kids right off that list. Cause I did it today or check that date night that I did with my wife as opposed to really being present. So what are some of the things in, in, and this is something that I've learned this last month, a couple of the things that have, have like made night and day difference is that we, are, we live in a world that is go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. So it, the world we live in reinforces the things that we all struggle with. Right. That it's, we can't turn off. We can't, well, why do you think we can't turn off? We can't freaking sit in line at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru without pulling out our phone <laughs> and seeing, okay, are I getting yeah. emails? What's going on on social media? Yeah. What news is going on? Like We don't have the ability to turn off. We can't find that, that idle time, time that you just right. mentioned. Because we, we don't know what it is because we've got to fill it with something. So a, a very good practice that I've, I've been using the last two weeks is this idea of pause. Just throughout the day, pause. Give your mind a break. And some people will say meditate. Some people will say prayer. Some people, it, if nothing else, there's, there's an app out there. And this is this uh, part of the book that I'm reading. But it's called the pause app. And for one, for twice, twice a day, for one minute, you literally, there's an alarm that sets your phone and you pause, you literally stop and you just think about, okay, what am I thankful for? Not about what I've got to do, not about the next thing. It's literally just turn your mind off for a second Mm -hmm. and just realize where you're at. And then that's a moment just to be, look, I'm thankful. Like I have a job. I've got a car that I came here. I made enough money last year that I can live Mm -hmm. and not stress about bills. Like for the, for the first time since football, that's the first time that I hit that. And it's like, okay, all right, be thankful. All right, great. And what that has done for me is that's just centered me in that I can actually not be busy all the time. Right. I cannot be go, 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 go. Because what that does is you get home. I'm on calls all the way home because that's my decompressed time that I always tell everybody. I'm really proud to tell everybody I have a 45-minute drive and I decompress on the way home and I'm ready to be present. Bull crap, I'm not present when I'm home because I'm on calls the whole time. Mm -hmm. I'm getting caught up or I'm making my list for the next day or whatever it is. To be able to pause and just to be centered, it it has been incredible for me. Yeah, yeah. The other thing along the pause is that we don't ever just rest. We pass out at night because we're exhausted, but we don't ever just rest. 
Think about if Ben Fitness or Darren, when you were playing, if you literally worked out for 14 hours a day, went to sleep, and got up and worked out for 14 hours yeah, straight the next no, day. You'd be gassed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we, my guys succeeded more than you, but like how many guys in training came like, yo, coach, we need, we need a rest day. Yeah, right. We need a rest day. But we don't ever give ourselves that when we get into the, to the, business, to the business world and whenever we're, we're trying to progress our careers. One thing that, that I now have on my calendar is once a month, I'm taking a day. Mm-hmm. I'm, le- I'm turning my phone off. Yep. And for me, nature is that peaceful place that like going out somewhere in yeah. Dallas, you know, you <laughs> can go to the hill country, you can go to Oklahoma, but like go. And for me, it's the ability just to see the beauty that's around us that we'd never, ever take a minute to soak in right. and how healthy that is. Whether you park up on a hill or by a river or in front of a lake or whatever, out, you just see, okay, damn, yeah. there are some beautiful things out there that God created for me to enjoy, and I never enjoy them. One of the, one of the guys I respect the most within our office, this within our office, one of the partners, Jim Hazard. And if you talk to Jim Hazard, you better be talking to him before five. Yep. Because he's going to shut it down. He'll say, hey, I've got to spend time with my family. He's done. Mm-hmm. Done. Like, done, done. You're, you're not going to call him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care who it is. He doesn't care if it's a client. You're not going to call him after that. He's going to own his hours, right? And he's going to own it with his family. And first time he and I were on a call, he's like, hey, it's 5 o'clock. i got to go. I was like, where are you going? Uh, my, my family. And I totally respected that. I was like, man, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Because I allow people to steal my time at six, seven, eight. And that's the problem that, you know, we want to blame everybody else and blame. It's our fault for that. 100% ego. Because it's us wanting to be available, the best service and all this. Think about it. You just said, I respect the hell out of that. We're always, I'm always worried about, oh, if I don't answer this client right now, like, then I'm not. If you you had an automatic reminder or automatic response in your email that says, hey, uh, it's 5 o'clock, it's after 5 o'clock, it's between business hours, um, I'm 100% being present with my family. Think about the respect that those people give you. We're so worried about it. But I think back to that like day of getaway is to be able to, I just think about the progress that could come out of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about the podcast. Like I can just think about, okay, (laughs) What what can I actually really do uh, to help and pull my my weight on this? Right. What can I creatively think? Because we never give ourselves times to be creative either. Right. So right. this day of just like rest, I mean it doesn't have to be a day, maybe a half day, where you just are are away and you just turn off. There's something that about the soul that just recharges. Because yeah. if you're not recharging, you're just going and going and going. If you don't ever fill up, and then to your point, like treat your wife like a queen. Yeah. Like, Man, how many times is your wife telling you? Like she's telling you what she wants, right? My wife does like, no it all secret. the time. Like call me during the day. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean call you during the day? You're busy. You know, like if you, if I, I showed up in downtown at her office one day and because. <laughs> Wasn't actually a surprise, and I'll just be honest with you. You actually ended up I, there. I was actually downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Her building was right down the street. And I show up and she sees me and I was like, you know, hey, I was just I just wanted to come down here and surprise you. Yeah. She was like, Oh my God. It was a, be- a lion ass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I but just think the smile that was on her face, but there were there are times that my wife is always telling me, hey, like, if you just call me during the day. And just check in. That just means so much. So what it's, have I been doing? Yeah, yeah. I have actually been doing it. Yeah. And another thing, I'll tell you this for kids, for my kids are. I would, we talk. I, you always, you always remind me who who it was that had the core values. 
We talked Jim Hensel. Jim Hensel. He talked about core values. Shout out Jim. Yeah. So Jim said, hey, look, I do, you know, here are my core values. I do this, 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 and this. And he was talking about his family. For the last five to six months, I've been doing that with my, my son, Judea. I wake up every morning early, and all I want to do is have breakfast with him. I want to go to breakfast, and I want to take him to school. Mm. Just the time. Phone's ringing. Don't answer it. Mm. Ben's calling at 4.30. Definitely don't answer that. Definitely ain't at four thirty. You nobody's up at four thirty. You're you. texting at four thirty. That's what I'm oh, saying. No, he texts yes. at four just to yeah, remind four. us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's, he's hey, by the way, DJ's four. running our switch today. He always answers me at four thirty. Yeah, because I'm not responding yet. to you. But it's the truth. <laughs> Don't respond. I can't respond. You but guys, hold on, hold on. That. Look, look, yeah. That's not what this is about. But who else is awake at four thirty besides you? What are you not responding me for? Why would I? Because that's my time. Well, who? That's my time. I want are to spend my time. Uh, we're talking about, we're talking about creating balance, right? Yeah. Creating gotcha. balance. I thought you were saying you, you, you don't answer at 4.30 because you want to spend time with your kids. Dude, I, get no, that I see my phone it's his time. Right? I see yeah. my phone binging. Creating yeah. me time that you creating can, you me can time. fill your own cup back yeah. up. So that, you that, figure out That's what we do at 3.30. 3.30 <laughs> to 4.30 is me time. No. Then 4.30 to 7.30 is work. No, it's not work. 7.30 to 6.30 is more work. That's Ben Gibbs work. 6.30 to 8 is more work. But and then maybe true, we have time with our kids. Maybe we have time with our kids. And then no, we but, but uh, you take your son Coop to school every day, right? Yeah. Pretty much every day. But I just put it in your mind. Like whoever's listening out there, look, if you want to spend time with your, your kids, create that time. Create it. Create the time. I've, I've done it in the morning. I tell you, it's the best thing to see my son early in the morning. Mom's getting ready. She's doing her thing. It's just he and I. Yeah. It's not a hard Concept, it's not, man. It's but it really is. I, I make it so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why I can't just give 10 minutes mm-hmm. or why I can't just take them to school or why I can't mm-hmm. just make them and eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. My mind never stops on this work yeah. thing. And I'm just being completely honest. I have no problem shutting off my day job. Yeah. It's when I get home, I'm thinking about the side hustle. Yeah. I'm thinking about the, the podcast. I'm thinking about, okay, what do I need to be doing to get better at that? Yeah. What, what do I need to be researching? So it's when I'm home, I'm not home. Mm-hmm. My mind's somewhere else and so it's but you're right there it's not hard like just making no. those those it, setting aside not, those times it's not hard scheduling it it's not hard being there it is hard to be present yeah, yeah it is hard and, being I, and i think part yeah. i can i mentioned right what do you what do you consume when you're not when you're not working or you're not with the family you're consuming podcast videos, reading books. How do I get better? How do I do this? How do I this? This person's doing that. This person's doing that. I just, I just wonder, Ben, if there's, if there's value. And I'm speaking to myself in this. If there's value in just silence. Yeah. Well, that book that I told you about, The Comfort Crisis. Yeah. Talks about this. Yes. Yeah. I, I listed it. Now, it's a book that I was <laughs> trying to get better, but it did convict me into yeah. that point of, and, and everything you said a second ago, this book give scientific yeah. research behind being out in nature, just pausing mm-hmm. and resting and being bored and the creativity yeah. that's caused from that. Seeing life as a checklist. I see life as a checklist. I've got to get to this mark and then I've got to do this. And life just becomes oh. this big, long checklist. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, the whole, and I've, and I've worn this like a badge of honor, if you can't see, I'm air quotes here, the badge of honor of, I don't consume anything unless it's feeding me something. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Information, I mean. Uh, what's wrong with like, that? I don't just watch well, TV just to watch TV. Tyler's point is, yeah, he wants, I'm, yeah. my mind never stops, though. It's right. constantly thinking about how can I get better? How can I get better? Right. There is no time. Ta- but you're battling. But, there is but no downtime. Let's call it what it is. You've been battling these demons. 
right for a long time right? and i think it's i think that's great and that's going to get me to a certain level it's right. fun, that's awesome but at what point do i burn out from that at yeah, what point that's do I, true and i'm yeah. starting to feel that slow down a little bit because i've gone so hard for so long trying to make up for lost time that i forgot hey moments of rest are actually going to catapult you yeah, further. Right. That, that, yeah. They're actually going to be beneficial. That exponentially, right? You know, contributes uh, to growth. It's just like in physical training. Like you think rest day. What's a rest day? I yeah. Don't so what's your game? What muscle is that? And how do I work eight, it? Every right? eight week cycle. Okay, yeah. I've got to have some sort of recovery. You gotta have right. a. You gotta have okay, a phase. So since you're talking about all this, yeah. What's the plan? That's a great. Uh, have you thought about you, it? No. Have listen you thought, to you no, have you thought about it? No, because we've had this conversation kind of <laughs> yesterday. So did you? What's the plan? I need to get a babysitter, and I need to date my wife. Absolutely. That's step one. Right. Yeah. I need to be intentional because she doesn't ask much. Mm-hmm. If I literally spent ten minutes with her, focused, attentive time, she would be over the moon with that. Yeah. Right. So it's not a lot of time. Yeah. So it's what y'all are saying, being intentional about that time. Find a babysitter, date my wife. Friday. And it's, with my but, kids, but take point, them to school. This make Friday. Hey, house plans this Friday. Yeah. How, no doubt. A babysitter this Friday. You want to be about, you uh, watch I gotta my boys? I got to bring the boys. All right. I'm bringing them to your house. They're playing old ghetto boys hey. in NWA. Yeah. And Tupac. Okay? Better. Nothing Tupac, to touch those hey, ears except for Tupac. Hey, right. and going to be playing with his Rottweiler for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Out by hey, the pool by themselves. But again... Look, I think the idea, the idea, and, and I, I don't want to summarize some of this, and we could go on forever and ever yeah. about this, and there's so many things, and there's so many resources that we'd love to share with you guys, but the main, the main thing that comes to balance is balance doesn't exist, mm-hmm. but you can control a lot of it but by, by being intentional right. about the moments that you're in, mm-hmm. and you've got to really, you can't, we're we're literally being wired to be zombies where we just go through, do what we're supposed to do. Even if we're trying to be better and, and more disciplined and, and, and in better shape and better husbands and better dads, we're still these zombies until we actually like stop, pause, recover, and are able to actually be intentional in those moments yeah, yeah. so that our, we've got to retrain our mind to be able to stop and be present. Because if all I'm thinking about is work and this project and that project and this, and then I work on that and I get better here. Oh, and I got this workout over here. How can I ever spend the time yeah. and, and notice and, and appreciate the little things that happen with yeah. my, with but Sienna? Do, but th- yeah, you do. But I, I still think that you do have your moments. I think you, I still think that uh, honestly, I, I, we're beating, beating ourselves up here we are no for sure for sure and we can get way better yeah but i want to go back to some of the moments because i see you with moments where you're taking the kids fishing they'll never forget those moments Mm -hmm. i'm sitting here with my son dj right now who for years who spit an image of me but for years we used to go to the all-star games you never had hair like your son don't say he's a spitting image Hair was better back then the fro was like fly but we used to go to these all the all-star game and those are moments that I'm sure he's probably the same, that the basketball all-star games that you never forget. And those are the times, like for us, those are the things that we have to step outside of ourselves and actually do. Ben, you have two kids, Coop, on his own, without you know, everyone else, just you and Coop. Go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Go do something. Because yep. mm-hmm. he'll never forget those moments. Right. And separated, my daughter and I doing the same thing. Just like those are the little things that mm-hmm. that right now we're beating ourselves up. But if we actually just yeah. plan it out, yeah, plan it, the year. plan it out. But this little thing that I'm holding in my hand, put that away. Yeah. Put it away. Yeah, yeah. You've got to. 
you you have got to look it's a great tool it's a great resource it's made things easier but it's also made things harder if you can take your boys out and i and i just kind of weird saying boys with your date but like my girls still talk about the daddy daughter days when we just go to dinner like sienna still talks about it and the princess dress that she wore and the pizza place that had the hummus and she didn't know what it was (laughs) but like those are the things you've got to be intentional but you've got to be able to be present and i look i get it like I do need to show myself some grace, and I do. But I also, like, man, I'm starving for that connection again because as much as I try to connect with my job or whatever I'm doing, it doesn't connect back. It's never going to. So really, I I really want that and miss that connection. I even think about guy friends. Like, I couldn't tell you. I've got one buddy in California that I talked to on the phone. One. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's times when literally I'm in my car and I'm like, I don't have a call to make. So I'm like, all right, who who am I going to call? And I'm like, damn, I, I literally don't have any friends that I can just talk about what's going on with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just left you guys, so yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk <laughs> to those two friends anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I just be just – if I could just say anything, be intentional in the moment. Don't, yeah. don't live through your phone. Notice it. Notice it, how much you're pulling it out in the drive-thru, at a stoplight, whatever. And the weight of the information that we carry – is going to burn you out. Yep. Yeah. 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 Two cl- two cliches that come to mind, but they mean more to me today than they did three months ago, four months ago, five years ago, whatever. One is live each day, be in the moment each day, live that twenty four hours. I've I've honestly felt the last few months when I've thought about that, when I've thought, okay, when I wake up, but my first thought is, all right, I'm going to maximize today. I'm going to make today the best day possible. Mm. And that's so cliche, but I have noticed that my days end up being a lot better. They go, mm-hmm. they go a lot smoother right. when, I have that, when I take that mentality. Nothing else matters. Yesterday doesn't matter. Tomorrow doesn't matter. Today's all that matters. Maximize today. Mm-hmm. So when I do that, that, that's helped me the last few weeks. The other thing is the cliche of, you know, when you're on your deathbed, what are you going to regret? Are you going to mm-hmm. regret not working enough? Are you going to regret, you know, the, you, know making, you didn't make enough money? No, you're probably going to regret the, that the time that you didn't spend with people that you love. Mm -hmm. And there's a question, a podcast I listen to. He asked every guest 10 years from now, what are you going to regret not doing enough of or doing too much Mm of? Mm -hmm. I think that's such a powerful question. So I just try to think that. And again, it's cliche, but those have been two helpful things that I've thought about the last few weeks and months. So what are we taking out today? We're taking out one, I think, I think we can all figure out where what it is, but for me, it's plan ahead. It's it's plan ahead, and Tyler, you mentioned uh, the phone, taking the phone out of it and being present mm-hmm. when you plan it, and you're going out on you know father daughter day. Make sure the fa- the phone is not mm-hmm. there for you. Mm-hmm. You'll never forget those moments. Now, and I think, and just on that, I mean, even though we're literally here sitting and talking yeah. here today, and I and my my phone's buzzing oh, between yeah. my legs. <laughs> yeah. And guess what it's doing? It's taking away from me being present. Even if it's a split second, I'm thinking about, okay, who is that texting me? Right. Do I need mm-hmm. to get right back to him? Oh, I'm going to look at it real quick. Right. Like, so there's times for it and there's reasons for it, but like maybe turn those notifications off mm-hmm. or a time when, okay, hey, after five o'clock, that thing buzzes. I don't want to know. So right. I turn them off. Yeah. And there's settings that you can do with that. But again, I think it's make sure that you're resting. Make sure that you un- you feel what right. still what stillness is because there's a ton of power and there's a ton of just recovery that comes through that. And I would just encourage 
you know, whether man, woman, take a half day, take a day mm-hmm. and, and really just so that you can go and just be just with yourself so that you can come back the best person possible. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll make it real simple for myself. We're recording this in the evening. When I get home, my phone's put away. I'm just going to spend time with my family when I get home. Not going to think about the podcast. Not going to think about work. Not going to, you two fools better not call me. I'm calling. So for me, I'm going to break it down to the very near present. The next three hours, four hours, five hours that I'm awake. Yeah. I'm going to make those four or five hours count. You know, with my family. You mentioned it. It doesn't take much. And and I'm speaking to men out here for our wives. Oh, man. It doesn't take much. No. I mean, literally, there's times. Start, it usually starts with a massage. <laughs> it never ends <laughs> for yourself. Massage. And then two minutes later, you're good. Maybe 37 <laughs> seconds later. Just, we're, <laughs> we're all good. So you're right. It doesn't take much. Two minutes. <laughs> but literally, though, I can't tell you, like, and it's so simple and, and, and how hard-headed I am to recognize it. If I just shoot. My wife a text during the day, yeah, like, yeah. hey, baby, I love you. I miss you. Like, there's yeah. a good chance that when I get home at 630, kid, two minutes. the kids are asleep, <laughs> candles are minutes. lit, Ed Sheeran's playing, and we're ready to go. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's so simple. And, like, stop being so hard-headed, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't take much, and it's just little steps yeah. to be more present. Forget about the idea of balance. Balance, mm-hmm. in my opinion, doesn't exist. It's just being very intentional about the moment. You're right. Take the ego out of it because the first thing you're going to do, your wife says something to you, I've been working my ass off for her. No, nah, man, take that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said that yesterday. Yeah, he did, huh? Yeah. For all of you. I did. How many times there you said, I don't know what else I could do. Yeah. I, don't know what, I don't have any more time in there. I don't know what else I could do. I'm working my ass off at work. I'm trying to give you what you want. Don't you want this pool? Yeah. You want this pool, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Argument that's, doesn't work, yeah, fellas. I promise a, you. Uh, that's a, that, those verbatim, that's about what I said. You're wrapping them up, man. All right. So as you can tell, we don't have this figured out. No. We're no. just three meatheads just spitballing here. So Name that book that you said that, that's the really The Comfort good. Crisis. And we're hoping to have him on soon, yeah. the author of that book. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah. I've got pages of notes just yeah. of, of the discussion and, and, in the book. It was and, awesome. And I'm in a book, in the middle of a book right now. I almost, almost finished it with it. Um, and this is more faith-based, but it's, it's called Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge. Uh, it's, it's been incredible for me, and there's a pause app that goes with it, so you're going through prayer twice a day, um, and you kind of grow. It's, it's really good about monitoring that, but um, that's another resource that's been, that's been really, really good. And then there's another one called Essentialism. It's another good book, and that's more focused on just doing one thing at a time, and that includes your family. And then also a past guest Indistractable. Indistractable. Yeah, I still on that. Yeah. Right. In the yeah. scheduling. Did you finish like, that book yet, Dave? No. Those I'm are still on it. Though. Those are four. Those are four books out there. Whether you listen to them on audiobook or you like to read them and take notes. Which, by the way, audiobook is a game changer. Ty, thanks for turning me on to <laughs> You're those. Welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. We both have like thirty minute commutes yeah. or whatever to work, yeah. and you get a lot of ground covered. Yes. So uh, appreciate you guys. Make sure to follow us on social media platforms, The Darren Woodson Show on Instagram, The Darren Woodson Show on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, give us a rating on iTunes, leave us comments on any of the platforms. We'd love to interact with you. Anything you'd like for us to to discuss, ho- uh, guests that you'd like to bring yeah, on, yeah. interact. We're there all the time. Uh, we would love to uh, connect with you and give you guys what you guys like would like to hear. Appreciate you guys. See you Friday. Thank you.